0: And now for our feature presentation.
1: This is great because on the back it actually says this film is also known as The i Watch It Later
0: Podcast. Never heard of that film? And now, on with the show.
2: Hello and welcome to our podcast. <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to "I'll Watch It Later" podcast. A podcast where we lie about the movies we've seen to impress our friends. As always, I am Aaron, joined by my best friend and co-host Jordan. Hi, everybody, and my best friend, brother-in-law, and producer Scott.
0: Yes, I am here.
2: Uh, you guys didn't get any mean intros because I did all the mean intros last last show um uh, the
0: second the show, show that hasn't happened yet yeah that, that one will happen <laughs> next year. the last show this next. show I don't care about pulling Spoiler back the <laughs> i'm not any other fucker. We you got
1: all the vitriol out we're our, actually in a good mood now we're our gonna job talk about
0: some movies just to create a world for you listeners paint a picture <laughs> yes yeah The <laughs>
1: <So laughs> what dreams may come of podcast you're so so
2: colorful which Aaron still hasn't seen oh, we gotta what watch it. oh yeah what dreams may come what dreams may come all right everybody so uh the way we're doing this is kind of weird. Uh, we saw a bunch of fucking movies, and we talk about that in a later episode. So what we're going to do is we're just going <laughs> to... We're going to... So fuck you if you want to listen to yeah. this one. So, uh, we're going to talk about Jordan's movies and the movies that he picked for our Halloween extravaganza. Put the filter on that. That makes it go like extravaganza. No, uh, you, you know he's not doing anything. I know. God. God. <laughs> he's like, I'm barely here tomorrow. I have to go back to Flagstaff. Turn like a bike horn. I'm not kidding. He's going all back all to flying tomorrow. Away. I'm sure. The guy fucking lives there. Just buy a fucking house up there. It's expensive. I mean, Just yeah, it's go back expensive. and forth.
0: Airbnb it or something? <laughs> um, um, cheaper to take my work vehicle. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. I would hope you would every time. <laughs> take your work vehicle and like, live. We notice the mileage only. on the work vehicle is really high now. What happened? <laughs> He's like, I drive everywhere. <laughs> Just to find um, stuff. So. Well, let's. We're just gonna get right into it. Go ahead, Jordan. Take us away.
1: All right. I think uh, our first movie we'll go into is the 1985 horror thriller "Alone in the Dark."
3: Anything can happen when you're alone in the dark. Are you afraid of the dark?
4: Sometimes. Sort of fun. <laughs> little kid. I was scared to death to be alone in the dark. I always knew that there was something that I couldn't see that wanted to get me. What's the matter now? closet. Oh my god. Outside the window. (laughs) The worst thing of all is the thing under the bed.
5: (laughs) Billy. It isn't real. This is a very serious situation.
2: (laughs) I know that we're all a little on edge here tonight, but let's take it easy, okay? I mean, this is an old house. There are all kinds of sounds.
3: Jack Palance, Donald Pleasance, Martin Landau, Dwight Schultz, Erland Van Lyth, alone
2: in the dark from New Line Cinema. <laughs> the Legend of Curly's Gold. You know what? I have not seen a ton of movies with Jack Palance. Palance, Palance, Palance. but uh, <laughs> Bruce I, Valanche. I always compared him to uh, Clint Eastwood. And when I was looking up other, movie- uh, when I was looking up other movies he did. I was like, oh, we have to pick Cops and Robertson, Robertsons for the next show. Do we? Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, well. <laughs> two against With one, Chevy baby. Chase? Yeah. Oh. It's Palance. It's Chase. It's Cops and Robertsons. I mean, right. you it's, never asked me if I had
0: seen it. Have you it? seen it? I have seen no, Cops Cops have it, I have. it. No, you have not liar. You just don't want to watch it. It's a Chevy Chase movie. What's it about?
1: Aaron's cop double feature. We're going to watch cop, uh, Cops and Robertsons and then and Cop and, and a Half. I've
2: seen Cop and a Half. And Lethal Weapon. I've seen all the Lethal Weapons. Finally. Yeah. You have not seen it, Liar face. I've seen it's it. Liar, it's,
0: it's been a long time. I mean, oh, dude, that movie's yeah. been out for this a long time. This was like time. back the in the 90s. Oh, God, I don't remember. Then you haven't seen it. It's, dude, just I, saying you've seen if it. If I refreshed it, I know I've seen it. He what? barely remembers what he watched this week. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a dumb, loaded question. Yeah, you're going to make me recall two fucking movies that I'm like, well, seriously, if you to talk can't about. remember
2: what it's about, have you really seen it? Yes. Yes. Negative.
0: Yeah, I mean, it depends. Because there are movies movie that like last with ago, you
1: yeah. and like affect you, yeah. and you'll remember every line even after the first viewing. And then there's Cops and Robbers. Yeah, there's just, passing movies. Yeah, just <laughs> passing
0: movies that you've seen. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right.
1: So, I mean, if you want to watch it and talk about it with me, I'm sure I, I'll I'll watch it. But it's, <laughs> I'll
2: watch it tonight. <laughs> no, <that's> Cops not, <laughs> and Robbers. <laughs> Williams and Jordan. <laughs> Saturday Why did I night. I call myself by my last name. <laughs> You're in work mode. Yeah, I, know. I don't know why I to go back to work. Williams & Co. I'll just use the only two letters Hey, in my last maybe one. there's a lot of people at We Were Young Festival listening to this right now. Sorry <laughs> your show got winded <laughs> out. None of you Sunday Fucking attenders dorks. are listening because yeah. you're too busy enjoying the Mike Amiga romance. Yeah. Not so much you, Saturday attendees. <laughs> Enjoy the casinos. Okay. <laughs> None of you are old enough to go. Yeah, I know. For real. We'll be back. I swear to God. We got tickets to the link for next year for We Were Young. If they fucking cancel on it. I'm this. burning down the city of I Las will Vegas. be so not really that mad. Because they're gonna refund me. Well, because here's <laughs> the thing.
1: My worry is that we're going into a reunion of these three playing together finally. We have a whole year for them to fuck with each other. Chate and they quit other. the band. And I'm just like, please don't happen. Well, it's it's funny I'm gonna lose weight. I'm
2: gonna be in better shape. Yeah. I'm gonna take a bunch of painkillers. We're gonna be standing outside. <laughs> I better see this fucking band. Right. No, my thing is, is I saw them I saw Blink 182 Two uh, perform after their five-year hi- hiatus. Their first show. It was at the. Um, it was in Vegas. It was at the Hard Rock, and it was like one of the greatest shows I've ever been to. And they they pulled off that entire show. I think that they'll at least honor all the dates before they break up again. I so.
1: think uh, it'll be nice to be able to see, well, not the original lineup, but, you know, the more famous <laughs> lineup of Blink. And you and it's I and Scott, lineup. we all went to the uh, the, the, the
2: Matt Skiba edition yes, when we went we and saw it. Lil Wayne. And uh, I, I think seen, it'd be fun to see both sides of it. Now. I have seen both. I have seen them together and apart. And I have to say together is
0: far oh, better. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah, no, I've seen them together like years and years ago, yeah. and right just outside of high
0: school, but...
2: You mean, see, they're you much see older no,
0: now. You see no effects? They broke up? They no, broke up. well, so they just put out a t-shirt that says no effects, and it has Blink-182 oh, yes. Blink with Maskiva, so it's all four of them. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I, I
1: did laugh. Like, they, they did that, and then they played a show, and then, yep, it was like, that's that's good. That's really that's good. fucking funny. That and
0: Circus
2: Survivor is <laughs> done. Yeah. Oh, and that's The Sword, okay. like Maybe another he, band, but- Yeah, I saw like, The Sword. A lot of people are just fucking just being done. Dude, Circus Survivor, that means they can go back to Sayosin. And mean, so we can get d- more sales in. I'm okay with that.
1: Anyway, this is the I'll listen to it later uh, music podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I just, oh, that's okay. we got to fill a little bit. Jack Polance. Jack in <laughs> The movie Alone in the Dark. <laughs> so, yes, this movie, 1985, um, basically, it's a mental Men, oh,
2: Home daunting. invasion film.
1: It is, yes. It's very home invasion. It's not what you call a traditional horror slasher movie. Escape it's, of it's, the crazies.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's... I did not... Okay, so I'm going to tell you this right now. I bought this from Shout... When say announced it, sight unseen, never heard of it. I That's weird. Was, that she would do that. I, I honestly haven't don't do that a lot. I don't do that a lot. <laughs> um, but no, these movies I've all heard of, sir. Um I did not expect anything in this movie to happen the way it happened. Right. Like, at all. I when I see the cover art or anything on Amazon, it's always this like hockey mask guy, and I thought it's a slasher flip. No, uh, Yeah, that's nope. kind of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nope, yeah, that know. hockey mask is in it for
1: three seconds. It really you is. You can stare longer at the cover art and get more of that hockey mask than you'll get in this movie. <laughs> it, it, it bears no anything in this movie. Like, it does not change the plot. It does not further the plot. It is not part of the plot. But it's so... It's just in there
0: for half a second, and then it's like, well, it's gone.
2: Yeah, the, they push that so hard, though. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I know. Why? Don't know. You should have looked it up. And I'm starting to realize that Donald Pleasance plays the same character in every movie. And that's it, it, <laughs> honestly, this is why I
1: really wanted to do this because this Donald Pleasance, I'm like, oh, finally we get to watch Donald Pleasance be in charge of a mental institution. Oh wait, we've, wait, seen we've that. already seen that. But this Donald Pleasance apparently is smoking peyote, and I thought, uh, spoiler alert, I thought in through this entire movie he was going to go crazy with these people. Oh, see, we, we all had,
0: the way until yeah. he started talking to we, them. We had and talked about that. Gets he gets killed. Yeah, he was one of them. I thought. He I was thought one. so too. So my, my <laughs> pick, I looked at
2: Scott. and I said, well, 100 bucks that at the end he's killed the regular doctor and, and he's he like over? in charge yeah. of like yes. crazy." It's kind of what we we're because thinking. you never see any like real doctors there. You never see anybody in I, charge. Honestly, all you you get is the everybody orderly. was part of the the institution. Yeah,
1: because they set you up. Okay, so the main character is uh, not face. Um, who is it from uh, a team? The, the doofy dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I know him from A-Team. I know him That's,
0: from... I, dude, I'm... Couldn't figure I it out for Yes, I, I was watching this, and I'm like, where do I know this yes. guy from?
1: So he was... Uh, Makes to- make sense. One's with the hat. With, you know, he's always messing with B.A. Brock. He's he's in A-Team. He's also in Star Trek The Next Generation as Lieutenant Barkley. So I knew this actor going in. I'm like, oh, it's that guy. And I was kind of excited to see it. He is a weirdo in this movie. He's kind of very like, well, I'm straight-laced, and look at me. I'm a doctor. So he comes in, drives up, goes to this mental institution, and immediately talks to um, Dwight Schultz. Dwight Schultz. Okay. So he immediately talks to this actress who I've seen in a thousand other horror movies, especially to this day. I think it's Sinister. Um, Lynn Shay. Yeah. So she's this the secretary. Black. Was she? She was the the wife. Earl. Earl. No, she wasn't. That wasn't her. Look it up. Bet me. Okay, do it. What are we betting? I don't fucking care. I'll bet the house. It's not the same person. Because the woman you're thinking of was Elaine's roommate in Seinfeld. Give me my money. What do we bet? I don't know. Fucking care. I'm right. You're wrong. Anyway, so Lynn Shea is not the actress he's thinking of. She's not in Men in Black. But um, so he comes into this institution, is talking to her. She's the secretary. Turns out. She's not a secretary. She's a crazy person. She's crazy. They just let her do that because she used to be a a secretary. So it makes her feel comfortable. So I'm sitting there going, oh, they're going to set up some fucking twist where you're right. Donald Pleasance was a crazy crazy, the whole time because the movie begins in a dream sequence with Martin Landau's character at a diner. And he goes in to order food and it's just the fish. And Donald Pleasance was the cook. And all the crazy people are in this. And then all of a sudden it's like biblical shit, crazy stuff. And then he wakes up.
0: So I'm sitting there going, but then it gets referenced later. Yes, which is weird because he he tells him he's like, "Do you want me to cut you in half again?" And yeah. he and he's like, "Oh nope, I don't want you to cut me in half." So like I was like, "Okay, so there's something connected here," and that's where I kind of thought, "Okay, he's he's one of them. He's 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 crazy with them or something because yeah, yeah, he yeah. acts crazy. He's
1: acting nutty. Go ahead, Aaron. You're right. I know. <laughs> um, so I was uh,
2: thinking of Insidious, and I don't know why I said Minute Black.
1: Oh, because I said Sinister. So you're right. I mean, yeah. it was a different movie, but yes, yeah, she's. you've seen her in a, th- yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah, stuff, yeah. but you couldn't place her, and, and then, yeah. but So I saw her in this, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And you're right. I think Donald Pleasance, this entire movie, was crazy. Yeah. Even all the way up until the last moment well, where that. he's knocking on the door, and they're like, yo, they're out there. Don't come in. He's like, hey, what's up? I want to talk to him. We're cool. I thought he was going to be like, I relate to it. Let's
0: fuck this family up. And then, no. <laughs> So, you know, so, Aaron whatever. and I watched this movie together, yes, like because it. W- by the time we got over here, it was like, dude, let's just we got to knock this movie out. Let's just sit down and watch it, right? So there was a lot of funny commentary going on between the two of us, because yeah. like at the beginning, he was like. Touting his his mental institution, he's like, "It's all run with electricity." Yeah. And Aaron's like, "Boy, that's gonna come back to bite him in the end, right?" That's the whole premise of why this is uh, such he a big deal.
2: It several times, it's like, "It's all electricity, electricity." It's what keeps the and world. I, going. I, I go wait till the like, power goes out. I'm like, "Well, that's that's not foreshadowing."
0: Uh, my biggest thing <laughs> right? about this film, it's
2: no chain link fence here. It's all electric. Is uh, it's the most '80s movie to ever '80s. Like so '80s. If you, if you got three people (laughs) in a room and you said (laughs) let's make an 80's horror film this is the movie that would come out of that because Mm -hmm. it's every trope it's everything.
0: It is God, dude, so to funny. The fucking letter. We just, we're looking at each other the whole time going, <laughs> oh, they just did that, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a sex scene in this. Where it's like, oh, there's a noise coming
2: from inside the closet. Oh, do you want me Whoa. to check it out? Okay, will that make you feel better? Yes, it'll make me feel better. I'm like, oh, Dead. I'm going to die. <laughs> but see, here's the like, thing. Goes to the closet. Nothing is in there. Ha ha.
1: He was under the bed the whole time. Yeah. How? A... I've seen the clearance on that bed. There's no chance <laughs> Martin Landau with a Bowie knife the size of a machete is under that bed enough to, A, kill dude, and second, get the arm strength to push knife through fucking box spring, and mattress. wood, and mattress
2: to even closely stab this woman's vagina. Also, she, <laughs> she's, she's really stupid. And I get that the fat guy is waiting outside to kill her. because she Spoiler she gets out, and then the fat guy kills her. She should have been gone. Why that's is she? It. No, we see.
1: She was there to check on the girl because the girl didn't have a babysitter because mom got arrested for protesting nuclear power. What's well, right. up? Save the right. Um Well, then she does Nuked the trope the but here's the thing.
0: thing of picking up the phone. And I looked at her and I go, she's calling her boyfriend. She's calling the boyfriend. The she wasn't go, supposed she to be babysitting. She wants to have, wants to have sex with himself. the boyfriend. I'm
2: fine that she's there. My problem is the second the,
0: the knife comes through, get off the bed and go.
1: Oh, I thought the same thing. I was yeah, like, I why was are like, you like, moving higher? That's what I said. I go,
0: dude, I could jump from here to that door. Because you used to do it as a kid. Oh, You're yeah? like, oh, man, it's dark. I got to jump to the door because I oh, cannot yeah. walk on this floor.
1: A, either the floor <laughs> is lava or there will be a monster under the bed yeah. to grab my yeah, foot. You've which, gotta, in her you, case, was right. You've got to
0: get out far enough so that the arm can't grab sure. your leg. Yeah. yeah, that's what dude's it's not mistake like he's was. he's getting out
2: from running. He's old. He's feeble. He can't get out from under that bed fast. Man, he could have. No, easily because he, they jumped. chased down,
1: they, you know, they got that By the the
0: way, delivery that, guy.
2: The boy, the boyfriend should have been able to beat his old ass, <laughs>
0: not under the bed. Clearly. they, but have, anyway. they have superhuman crazy strength. So, yes.
1: Yeah, so, okay, Lieutenant Barkley, you know, whatever, goes to the mental institution, meets Donald Pleasance. Then he gets taken up to the third floor where they house even the crazier people. And then they meet the Night guard slash orderly, the only black guy in the movie? Apparently he's the only guy that runs the place. No, the two black guys both die, by the way. Right. What did I say? (laughs) Literally said that to Scott. So first death, of course, it's the black guy. And I think the second death, of course, no, he's the nice guy. I actually felt
2: bad for him.
1: I thought he was also part of it. Like part of the institution. Like they gave him a job and he was less crazy. I like that he's like, I can close the door with my electric door. Look at my electricity. I I have no other protection. But
0: he did mention that. He was like, but. Oh, yeah. No, he was very skeptical. He's like, if it happens and there's no electricity, boy, I'm fucking stuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, he he was very up on it because the the night before Jack Palance, uh, Jack Palance, (laughs) uh, you know, tests the the window so like the second his arm b- breaks this invisible eye the you know everything shuts down so it was a poor system to begin with it's it's a poor setup yeah but it is, it, it is what it is so then this is where it kind of got weird for me so among other things
0: the timeline the it, timeline is fucking nuts in this movie because so, i was looking at Aaron going oh where where are we i had right, like huge, is this the same day there's a problem is I this have. next day so the power
1: goes out the crazies escape yes I thought this movie was going to be one night. No, so, two. Apparently, the time no. goes There's out. Multiple time. Sold yeah, that I'm PM. like this movie what <laughs> should have been a nighttime only one night movie. Yeah, one night. Survive the night type situation a home invasion. Cut to they escape. They go to a sporting goods store like in T2. Everyone's getting all their sporting goods. Hockey mask comes in, hockey mask goes
0: away. Cuz what do you do when the power goes out? Apparently, everyone loot. loots.
1: Yeah, you loot. Apparently, in the 80s, if electricity goes away, it's fucking pandemonium. It's a free for all. You know what? The funny thing is, the other night, my power went out. You know what I did? I went to fucking bed. I didn't think of going over to Safeway and getting fruit and vegetables. Like, I watched this going, what the fuck are these people doing? You're they're like, they, I'm
0: going to go get ice cream. They're, they're, for fucking, free. they're in New Jersey.
1: So who knows? But power goes out. The crazies escape. They go and everyone's looting and rioting, which made no sense. Then. They go to the sporting goods store to get knives and guns. Jordans. Air Jordans and fucking jumpsuits. I don't know. (laughs) One of the guys who puts on the hockey mask kills somebody and then he takes off. So you think, okay, well, he's not going to be part of the pack mentality. Um, The main three, the fat dude, preacher, and Jack Palance's character, they get in a van and they take off. Cut to daytime.
0: I'm like, wait, what?
2: Right. So completely right, new day reaction.
0: and yeah. electricity because there's no. places that had lights on. No, there. the were. lights went back on because no. you know, nuclear power. No, not the second no, night they... because then we get to the second night. And I thought the ju- off I again, thought they too. just cut to the power to the house. I didn't think power was just done. That's all where together. I was confused. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe you're right
2: because the mailman he was he started off at a house that had power behind it. There was a light on and it was electric light. I was like, okay. And I, I thought the power came back
1: because I think power. Came no, cause back. remember the power
0: didn't come back on until almost the end of the movie. That's well, right. In the house, cause he was I, in the house and the power came back on. So I'm like, so, so they were in like a two day blackout. TV.
2: Yeah. 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 Oph, don't so don't that's what I said, started on that part. So though. that's
0: what I said. I was like, wait a minute. I go, so are we like two days with no power? I'm like, yeah. is this how we did it in the 80s? Well, I'm then like, maybe, maybe,
1: yes. Night number two, that's when you loot and riot because your fridge has already got all the spoiled food. You need to fucking get what you can. But, <laughs> like, five minutes into a power outage, the entire town devolved you know into fucking pandemonium. This
2: is a, a, a commercial for nuclear power. Why, is, why are you guys looking at the TV? <laughs> I don't know, that's what you were no, talking no, about. No, you look no. at the TV. I'm just looking <laughs> off into the thing. No, I said this the is middle a middle distance. Movie is a he, commercial. He for looks up at the TV failure. and says, "This Fail is a commercial
0: on on for nuclear power." Know, we I, both turn around. Like, I keep what? it on because
2: it's just... <laughs> confused the shit that out. That way, way I am not like looking <laughs> off into space and forgetting my fucking. Just I can look I have at something to look at my eyes. On. Yeah, it's weird, but uh, yeah this this whole movie was a was a commercial for nuclear power <laughs> <'Cause>, or or <laughs> against it, clearly like because you know they even mentioned
1: Three Mile Island and all this stuff. So it's a very weird movie because it's got so many quick cuts like one time they're talking and then all of a sudden boom cut to another scene and then that scene's so short and makes no sense to be in there then they cut to another scene and the next thing you know they're outside and this is part of why i thought um donald pleasant's character was part of the institution is that preacher goes up to the new doctor and says i need a match you know you know i need this i need this i need this and then he he doesn't get it, obviously, because you don't give crazy people who start fires matches. <laughs> so then Preacher goes up to and this is Martin Landau's character Preacher. He goes up to Donald Pleasance and asks him, Hey, I need a match. And without even thinking. missing a beat, he goes, Oh, of course you do. Yeah, that's what and I And was- he hands the fucking firebug a pack of matches that says keep them you'll need them or you'll, you'll, you, you can have them or whatever
2: no 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 he told him to go get them out of his jacket and then or he something said, told him to keep them but yeah and he's sitting there telling the girl because the girl's like wave your hands in front of your face three times and say this and I was like that's not real medical fucking advice like you are clearly this man dude, is dude, that's the fucking a fucking Gandalf of fucking medical advice it's the invisible advice, glasses just, from like, Big chilling. Daddy yeah. You know, what it's like he... here,
0: put the glasses on you're
2: invisible. So the director of this film is Jack Shoulder and mm-hmm. he directed The Nightmare Before Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge.
1: Right. I like that. This was New Line Cinema's first movie they ever made. Really? Yeah,
2: the very first that they ever hmm. produced and he put out. He also directed Wishmaster 2 Evil Never Dies, which is the best Wishmaster. I would agree with you on that one. Yes, yeah, so uh this guy, pretty good. And um, I don't want to shit on this movie too no, much, because I, I did not hate it. It wasn't terrible. I like this movie. It's yeah, just like very it a product of its time. Yeah, it is a product of its time. If you showed it to kids nowadays, it'd be like, what the fuck was that? Oh, it's a joke. I because yeah. I enjoy horror films, and I, I, I like the setup that it's crazy people that kind of don't go crazy, you know, and that it's, it kind of gives you a face of evil type of situation, and they're just trying to survive the night while these people are clearly mentally unstable. I...
1: I Well, the whole premise is that the reason why they go after this guy and his family to begin with is that Jack Palance is so crazy. I guess he's PTSD, old, you know, whatever, POW. Just like me. And he has got it into his head that the new doctor replaced the old doctor because he killed him. Right. So he's in his head thinking, you killed my old doctor, who I liked. Now you're my enemy, and we have to go after you. So he's convinced the other crazies. That that's a thing. So when they escape, that's their whole plan. We got to go after that guy. I wonder what
2: percentage uh, disability gets from the vehicle.
1: <laughs> I
0: mean, it's not enough. Um, so enough to pay for his room and board at the psych house. <sighs> I think they do it. On, I think they do that out of like free, instead of going to jail or whatever. What's the
2: number? Um. <laughs> so y- you're
1: right. I don't hate this movie. I do think when put up against the other movie, we're going to talk about right. That was literally three years removed from each other because they were made three years apart. Night and day, as far as A style, because it's Dario Argento. But you would think, okay, that's an eighties movie too. It should be very eighties. No. Like they are just so different. And it was neat to see Donald Pleasance in both. But for me and Scott's gonna be very <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Well, it's <laughs> not even that, dude. It's I don't want to compare the two because no. like, to me this feels like more of a Friday. Two different 13th movies or 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 saw, or you know you would I would have gone to see this in the theater. It kind of reminds like me of this. like an yeah. old
0: version of like the Crazies, right? Or you know, oh, something it's like that. very similar something. I think the Crazies them, like. is
2: an incredibly good film.
0: That's a George A. Romero yeah. film. But I like the
1: remake too with uh, yeah.
2: what's his face Timothy Ophelant. I like um, Timothy Elephant. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I like I think that this is just a. It's kind of ha- like how you have a ton of generic comedies from the eighties. Mm-hmm. This is almost like a generic horror film, but it's not bad. Like it's not like. Uh, yeah, you take it or leave it. There's nothing that makes you be like, oh, "I have to watch this." Every D- Halloween, if you think or about anything? it's got a cast. Yeah, I mean, I it actually it has
0: uh, like some names.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, you got Martin Landau, Jack Palance. You've got um, the guy who plays the the main doctor. You got uh, did I ever see Donald Pleasance? Donald, Pleasance. No, Donald Pleasance. <laughs> Um, You know, you've got people like I thought throughout this entire movie. The only real normal person that had any. Like, wherewithal to get shit done was the wife.
2: The audience does not like this movie. I think, I think
1: the sister was a fucking basket case. on
2: Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, the sister was awesome. She does but the jump she was scare great. with the spoon. It wasn't a jump scare, but it was meant to be a jump scare. Yeah. So. But
1: I, I thought she was a, a basket case. The husband was weird where it's like, well, we got to do this. We got to do this. And he seemed like very like, you know, when shit hit the fan, he like wilts on himself and doesn't know what to do. But the mom was like, Oh, I'll go do this. I'll go upstairs and check. I'll do this. Like, they're coming out the back. Get over here. Like, she seemed very uh, with it as far as, like, trying to survive the night, which was interesting. Oh, I, What weirds me out is, like, the big fat dude, who I think they actually call Fatty. Um, yep. He's the child rapist, but doesn't <laughs> rape the child and doesn't do anything to the child. But such I a thought, weird scene. I thought they did. Because the next scene, after you see Mom call the babysitter, she's on the bed, and I thought she was dead. I'm like, they fucking killed her. Holy shit.
2: I got kitty-toucher vibes from the giant
1: man. Oh, he was a kitty-toucher. That's why. Was he? Yes, that's what he... he, They said it earlier, is that he... Everyone's got... Donald Pleasants basically said everyone's got their thing, where... Preacher likes to set fires on churches. It just happens to be people people are still in in it. Um, You know, Jack Palance's character was a POW, so he's got, you know, like the PTSD. The fat dude is a child molester. That's what he likes. He likes kids. So when he's in the the house with the kid, I'm sitting there going, she's getting fucking chips ahoy, and he's going to fucking kill her. (laughs) And then next thing you know, she's laying on the bed, and I'm like, he fucking killed her. And no, just... Just fell asleep. And the babysitter sees her sleeping. So she goes, well, kid's asleep. I'm going to go fuck my boyfriend in the next room. And gets killed. And the kid, not one time, with all that noise, wakes up. Then the murderers were like, hey, let's clean up our mess. They get dude from under the bed. I'm assuming. Maybe they left him there. No one checked. Uh, They took away babysitter. And the kid's like, well, yeah, I woke up and everyone was gone. Derp, 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 derp. I'm like,
0: that's what I said. I go, how do the you not going know on? that there was people just massacred in your house? Why?
1: Without even the massacre part. Would you invite your boyfriend to come fuck you in people's bedroom yeah, that's so when the weird. kid is there asleep? And she was waiting there. Like, dude walks in, walks up, and she's just on the bed. What took you so long? I'm like, you're a whore. You're going to die.
0: That is babysitter horror movie 101. I know, but like,
1: <laughs> that's not. <laughs> invite boyfriend over. I understand. Have usually- sex with
0: boyfriend. Die.
1: I know. It's just it, th- This was like middle of the day, and the kid was barely taking a nap. I know.
0: It just
2: it felt weird. We kept and trying to get her upstairs. Like, eat your cookies, he's like, hey, finish your milk. Hey, you we'll got, go pa- got paper out
0: there? I can draw you some pictures. He's like, on. I won't try let's, to hold your hand. Let's go to your bedroom. It was <laughs> so much weird. i like, line. you're gonna,
1: you're
2: gonna, you're gonna rape her, and it's. And so I don't like awkward. that. I don't want it. I mean, I get it happens, but I'm just saying, like, does not too. It's too real for me. Like, yeah. Let's move on from
1: that shit. So it was very weird. Did you see the twist happening? With what?
2: And what way? With the bleeder? No, because I, I, I yeah I know you, you asked why it, he was doing it, but but like, I didn't even realize that you didn't see his face at all in the beginning of the film. Like, no, because just, they even made it a big deal, it was like generic.
1: No, they made it such a thing where Donald Pleasants is like, and this is so and so he's the bleeder, blah blah blah. They even talk about him later in the car where he, he doesn't so like people normal. seeing his face, so he was up against the wall, face against the wall, and you don't see him. He's the guy that puts the hockey mask on, right, so you right. don't see his face. Like he kind of see it, but. And then well, all that, white people look the same. So right. Who fucking knows? And
2: then there's that one gory part, and I was like, okay, this is gonna have some kind of gore in it. Nope, that was it. They just oh, the, the the weird pop up scene or something. Or? No, where he takes the the bleeder takes the the like lawn tool and oh yeah that guy's yeah neck the out. fucking little lawn rake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It was very light on the gore, which is fine. After watching Terrifier, after that, I'm saying, okay, that would have been a good palate cleanser and <laughs> stuff like that. But I mean. <sighs> It, I liked it. It's a fun movie. It's very '80s. It's you know, it's not quite slasher genre like Friday the Thirteenth or something like that. We're seeing a lot of gore, but it's it's enough where it's like it's fun. It, it is a home invasion
2: movie through and through. Clearly, I, Jack Palance was like very good in this. I I liked him a lot. I even liked the ending even though it was so weird
1: where he well i think the idea and i was reading up on this is that the the idea is that this, this is a commentary of what's really crazy what's really what what is mental illness where these guys are all crazy but when they get out into the real world you know they're not the only crazy ones really like because when Palance goes to the 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 rock show and uh, beats <laughs> up the fucking bouncer, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" He, goes, uh, he realizes he's a hero to these people. Yes. He he reacted wild, and everyone's sh- you know happy about it. He goes in, and the woman's crazy and stuff like that. He pulls a gun on her, and she's fine with it. Like she's like, "Ah, hey, what's up?" And starts laughing, and then he realizes maybe I'm not the crazy one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like well, it's there- it's weird. And it just kind of shows that you know not everybody's as crazy as you think they are.
2: Well, I guess uh, I mean your sure preacher is one of the guy, uh, <laughs> one of the extras right. ran into Jack Polan. it's like from the You're... band. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, he, it was he, the he band. Goes, I was I was one of the sick fucks. And he's like we were all sick fucks. In that <laughs> <show."> <laughs> right? So yeah, um, yeah. What did you give it?
1: Um, I I mean sight unseen. Like I'd heard of this movie. Um, I too also procured this movie without ever seeing it because you had got a second copy and gave it to me. So that's uh, yes. Oh, so okay. that's how I had it. Yeah. Um <laughs> that's friendship. right.
2: Shout Shout Factory loved They love sending you Dude, doubles of t- everything. I'm gonna t- I never get extra. Let, I'm gonna give you let's give our scores and then I want to tell you a story. I would say as
1: as something that I'll probably end up watching again, it's just a fun little flick It's about a three. In fact I want to watch the special features and kind of see some of the behind the scenes but what about you? I think it's fun.
0: I, I, it was an enjoyable film. I I think the the whole timeline thing kind of took me out of it because yeah, I was yeah. I was way confused for for a for a hot second. It's it, i I'd say it's probably right down the middle. You know, I'd say I'd give it about a two and a half. I you know, it's it's probably not a film that I'm gonna like do much deep diving into or probably rewatch again at any point. Well you know I do a lot
2: of a lot of times when I'm thinking about my kids getting older and stuff, I'm like, what can I do to like ease them into horror films. Like say they want to watch horror films. And I think the Freddy's and the Jason's and I think all that stuff is fine, but like stuff like this, like, okay, well let's, let's watch alone in the dark. I'd absolutely show this to my kids. Like not today. It's not super gory. Right. And it's, and it's interesting. And I think you can teach a lot with this. Like, okay, you know, like this is actually character driven and you care about these characters and blah, blah, blah. And no, oh, these are, this is a horror movie trope and blah, blah, blah. So I am. gonna also give it a three. Um, I liked it a lot. I like. I thought it was fun. I didn't have any issues with it. Am I going to watch it every Halloween? Absolutely not. But if somebody wanted to watch it or sit down and watch it or anything, I would. If it was in the theaters, I, I wouldn't go see it. But I would definitely sit down and watch it again with people who have not seen it. Or if somebody's just like, whoa, we're doing a horror movie night and we're going," this is one of the movies. I'd be like, "Okay, it's, like it's a
1: I, good introduction to like a not only like eighties horror, yeah, but just like." you know so just getting into that genre like you said like yeah. something you can show somebody who's n- maybe not into scary movies right. but you want to watch a a
2: th- horror thriller and have or home a little invasion. bit of fun and stuff yeah. like
1: that so you can make definitely have fun with this
2: movie yeah especially like the first 5 minutes of this movie it's so fucking weird and then <laughs> it kind of normal's out and you're like okay this is a pretty fun movie so uh yeah but uh when it comes to that shout Factory stuff it's funny cuz they continuously send me packages and they uh the postage is due so what I'll do is I'll just message them and be like, I never received my package and they're like, oh, check the post office I'll be like, I did there and luckily the shipping labels and everything say return to sender even though they put a slip on my door that says pay the pay the postage and get your thing. So I'll go and I'll pay the postage and then they'll ship me another one mm. without like the posters or whatever and I'll get a bunch of free stuff like the Halloween set. That's what I'm giving away on the other, the next show. Motherfucker. Yeah, I, I a, just a bought that too, you Halloween dick. I would have bought set. that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Um, I actually didn't get that till a couple days ago. Oh, that's right, because and they were having
1: issues and then you ended up buying it Best Buy
2: or yes. something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I actually did buy two fucking Halloween sets, but I'm going to give. Of the worst three movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I already tried to return it to the shot. They said no, but they reimbursed my, uh, my postage, so I'm going to give it away on the show. So uh, I'll give more details on how to win that at the end of this show, I actually, you're going to hear another show later in the week. I was going to give it away in that show, but I forgot. So we'll do it on this show, <laughs> hey. um, which won't matter because this one comes out first. So anyways, all right. Um, that was alone in the dark Alone in the dark. And then we're going to move on to Dario. or I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, films. I'm sorry. The
1: whole idea was that I wanted to watch two back to back Donald Pleasance movies. Obviously I love Halloween. He, he, I look at his like filmography and I don't realize that I haven't seen a lot of his filmography. So, uh, I knew he was in alone in the dark and I had also heard that he was in this next movie. So I was like, Hey, let's watch two Donald Pleasants movies. See, you know, kind of his character, how it's changed. The only thing is different is that he's got an accent in this one. Um, so this one was 19, I believe it was 1982. Dario Argento phenomena.
5: The wind. Yes. Very particular wind, typical of this part of the country. It comes from the Alps. The blasts of warm air cause snow avalanches. While it blows, there are those who say it causes madness. Have you any idea why they behave like that? Never done this before. It's probably because of me. I guess they sense the mood I'm in. See, he's not afraid of you. He won't do that for me. Ask him to lead you where the dead bodies are hidden, and he'll lead you. That fly is your magic wand. wand. Perfectly normal for insects to be slightly telepathic. Yeah, it's normal for insects. But am I normal?
4: I love you. I love you all.
1: I just want to see how long we keep that silent.
2: I would have been silent the whole time. It's your movie. You got to talk about it.
1: Um, This one is starring Donald Pleasance, like I said. Um, Jennifer Connolly, which was one of her first early on movies. I honestly think she did a pretty good job in this. Um, A lot of people have issues with her in this. I don't know why, Um, but she is very young. Uh, The story basically is her character, Jennifer Corvo, Corvus Corvin Corvallis Raven Samson. what it means Samsonite, Samsonite. uh she <laughs> is way off. she's a young American student whose father is a well-known actor he's off doing a movie so he shipped her off to uh, a boarding school in uh Switzerland or Sweden or whatever Switch I think it's Switzerland um it's an international Corvino. Corvino uh which means Raven in Italian um Shut the fuck up. It does. Up. That's why That's why she's named that, because her hair's dark. It's raven no hair. No one gives a shit. I know that shit.
2: And it doesn't even matter it, in this Not film. one bit.
1: Um, I'm just <laughs> smart. Uh, so she's off in this school. It's like an international school. Typical headmistress is a bitch. You know, international cast. The twist in this is that the countryside is being ravaged by a murderer who's killing young women, and you see that early on. She befriends donald pleasant's character who is an entomologist and lo and behold she also has the ability to con- commune and control bugs which is fucking wild which is which is kind of very low-key i that's going to be one of my complaints yes. is that it was not used enough but we'll get into that um so you know all that and uh, hilarity ensues aaron i <laughs> so, want to know what your opinion is because well, i so befo- you know what let's go be- to
0: scott be- well, he's gonna well, shit well i was just gonna say before you go there <laughs> So I watched this movie, and yes. I want to know if you guys did you experienced. Just really, just did yeah. He so just, he sent it to me, but
2: you just took over. Well, yeah, I just I'm, right. I'm asking a That's question. Fine. He doesn't talk much.
0: I want to know because I watched this movie. There was portions in this movie that were in Italian.
1: Yes, it was filmed entirely in Italian.
0: Right, but when I was watching it, there would be like full scenes where they're talking.
1: It was full on English, and then like, it was full on
0: English and then there'd be like a whole breakdown in Italian where i it was a completely different language and i watched this on Tubi. Oh, what? Maybe That's why. Yes. So there was portions of the dialogue that were in Italian. Maybe that's why i didn't understand the movie.
1: <laughs>
2: I, well,
0: no, it took me way off, dude, cuz i was like i'm okay, like what so is going on on shudder in
1: english.
2: Yeah, it was on shudder in english and the whole thing was in english and none of that happened. So, well,
0: i like again, i was looking for what i had. Gotcha. I found it on Tubi and i immediately pulled it up. Well, that's and awesome. like i said, it looked as though a lot of it was dubbed over. So, did, the have voicing. you ever
2: seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. Where, and I'm going <laughs> to get to a heard point. Of this movie. I'm going to get to a point here at the it's end. It's been he, mentioned before. He says that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character goes and films a bunch of spaghetti westerns where the directors like to have the other people do it in their language. Correct. And so that's the same concept here. And that's
0: what I thought. I was like, okay, so, is this a spaghetti? horror yes. well yeah it's in it's, a yes. sense but they'd be talking like when she when Jennifer Connelly's character was talking to the the, the head lady You're right they would be talking in english and then it would go to all something they'd come back and it was all in italian horror. and i'm like what is going on here Dude, i'm like what is watch, i'm like that's i'm like weird. what is going on is this part of the movie? So like, it am show I every something? scene twice? No, like no, only like just parts. Of only movie three movie. or four yeah. moments throughout the movie where there'd be like a snippet of dialogue that was all Italian. That is no, such that a. That is I'm I just, that's kind of why I was asking. About this. That's yeah. why I was asking if like if you guys got the same thing Mega, because no. like I said I watched it on Tubi. You figured it, it would be whatever cut is out there.
1: So this is Dario Argento. He's Italian, you know. Um. I was gonna say auteur, but I mean that could be true. He's a director. He the way he does everything is that because he's Italian, he films everything essentially in Italian. This movie is it set in Switzerland, filmed in England but done in Italian yeah. and then dubbed over. Most cases dubbed over by the same actors doing it in Italian. So it's weird the way he does it, but for the most part, you know, obviously you got Donald Pleasance, Jennifer Connolly, they're both English. You know, they could speak English, stuff like that. But there will be moments where you'll see, it's the same as like Once Upon a Time in the right. West, where you'll see the lips kind of moving, but you know they're not speaking yeah, English. You could tell it was dubbed over.
0: Yes. It's Just the only thing that threw me off was that I was getting full-on like, Italian dialogue. That bums me out. And I was like, I was like, is this part of the movie? Like, what is going on here? So that may be a lot of what really kind of confused me about this freaking movie, because I that was like, I, was up like up. I, I, don't, I, I wish
2: you would have said something. I, you could have came over and watched it here. But it's, um, it's all good. I mean, I get it. So... Uh, my biggest thing about this is I have never dipped my toe into Argento because I hear it is either you love Argento or you hate Argento. You haven't watched Suspiria? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. I'm just I'm just but trying to figure out. Like, I've seen Suspiria and that's it. That oh, is it okay. when it comes to Argento. So I know he's known for a bunch of Jallo. I know he is known for a bunch of films like Phenomena. Uh, you know. And all this did was make me want to learn more because, from the get-go of this film, I was, I was all in. I thought the setup. Are you okay? Just talk,
0: dude. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you, let me my body. It is the most body. fucking distracting thing He's on stretching the planet. His it looked curve. like he was hurt. I was. It was like
1: something pulled and like just. Focus and talk. I, I can focus,
0: but it's like it's we go so we go so hard in the paint for these shows that Jordan yeah. just pulled his sciatic. We've,
1: we've literally been recording for nine hours. Um
0: so
2: I'm sitting in a folding chair. As I was saying, I I I've never dipped my toes into the like the entire Jallo genre and I've never and I've I've the only Argento I've seen is Suspiria, but I, like I have trauma and I have deep red and I have Cat of Ninetales. I have it all. I have it all. And now all this movie made me want to do is watch it all, like immediately. And um, I think I texted you the first five minutes uh-huh, of this film. Five out of five. Yeah. It's so jalo, like the chick. She goes in the house for no reason. There's something, chains or something going on. Gets wrapped around her neck. She escapes. She gets stabbed in the hand. Fakest looking shit you've ever seen. And then she falls through a window that apparently cuts her head off. Um, and the way it's shot is so goofy, but so fun. And I. Found it a, a lot of fun trying to figure out who the killer was in this film, even though I knew who it was in the first like twenty minutes. Of the so,
1: film. just to slow it down for a second, so people know what the hell we're talking about. Because honestly, there's gonna be a thousand people. What? What's a yellow? Yeah, exactly. So basically, giallo is it means uh, yellow. It just It's a genre of mystery fiction and thrillers and often contains slasher, crime fiction, psychological thriller, psychological horror, sexploitation, and in some cases, supernatural horror elements. So. I think it's a very stylistic way of doing things, especially when Argento does it because you get to see the movie in parts from the perspective of the killer. Yes. So at the beginning when the first girl's being killed, you're seeing as if you're playing a first-person shooter. You are seeing the killer... Murdered this woman, and it's a very, very widely used trope in a lot of these movies. So and he's not the only one to do it, but it's been that's kind of what their signature and, piece is. And
2: not to confuse everyone, but the the slasher genre came from the the jalo genre, yes. which is like it's it's these mystery films about murderers who. Than, uh who do kill their victims in like a slasher type way, but oh, you don't, no. you never find out who it is until the end of the film. So the whole film is it's like a, a mystery. mystery. Um, and so, I kind of feel like a lot of that came from Psycho. I, I psycho mean, yes. is considered a jalous, right? But it's 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 like borderline. So. Um, like Dressed to Kill by Brian De Palma is an American Jallo. Uh Eyes of Laura Mars of Tommy Lee Jones, that's an American Jallo. There's a lot a of ton stylized of, killings, yeah, There's a lot of heads
1: coming off, the fake the blood is so incredibly
2: red, it's so fake. Yeah. And you know it's and fake, it's, but you're still into it. It always happens in these incredibly big set pieces oh, yeah. with crazy soundtracks like Iron Maiden and Mega or what was the other one? Motorhead. 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 And uh, yeah, so that came out of left field. I loved it. So, but see, here's the thing. You loved it. I thought that
1: was the one thing about this movie that took me completely out of this movie. Really? I like... Okay, so he works with a group called Goblin, and they do a lot of the soundtrack, of so the score. Goblin The is score... <laughs> Goblin is nuts. Uh, nice. I think... <laughs> you're very good. Uh, I think the soundtrack and the score worked well. I think the interjection of having Iron Maiden and Motorhead in some scenes really took me out like there's a scene later on where she's stuck in the house you've already found out who kind of the killer was she's trying to escape she's trying to get the phone because it's been undone and iron, iron i think maiden. it was iron maiden and it's such a fast like fast quick paced music for such a scene well, that doesn't require
2: it and that's how and my all my jello knowledge comes from listening to podcasts and Listening to directors talk about them. Because, yeah. um, like I said, I have not dipped my toe in, except for American. I've seen Dress Kills, Brian De Palma is a very good movie. Michael Caine's in it. Watch it. Um, that's apparently what a JALO is. It's like any time that there's craziness going on screen or like murder going on screen, it's all fast-paced music, like probing lights. It's yeah. supposed to be Well, that's fine. Nutso. But in that
1: scene, she's standing on a box trying to grab a phone. There's nothing else in the outside world... Tr- other than what's her face, kind of saying, "Hey, what are you doing in there?"
0: She could have just crawl through the window. Like
1: Let's honestly, like that—that that felt like the music was pushing an agenda that wasn't happening on screen. So that's why it felt weird, and that's like one of my really only complaints about the movie is that I just feel like Iron Maiden and Motorhead didn't fit this movie.
0: That's fine, especially you know with what I mean? the, like with the other compositions of music. Yeah. Because it was very synthy, It was That's 80s. Goblin, That's yeah, just, it man. It was a lot of man, that stuff. Man, 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 and then all of a sudden, you just got, I mean, straight-up rock Iron Maiden. I it's like, think it's yeah. supposed to be. I'm like, like why are they playing Ace of and Spades right. and she's just right.
1: riding on a bus? No, like, no, just just everything from Motorhead sounds like Ace of Spades. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like It's just some of that felt very odd. And again, especially in that one scene where it's like, why is Iron Maiden playing this really fucking 180-rpm music and she's just stretching for a phone like there's nothing else she's not being chased she's not you know there's nothing crazy going on screen it just felt very well placed so i mean for the most part that was off-putting to me but everything else i think was fun
2: um i so i realized that i have a new favorite genre and it's Chicks in boarding schools, something crazy always oh, happens. Welcome to the club. Uh, I was no, going to say, that's called porn. No, on, no, no. Because there's <laughs> another movie I saw a couple years ago. During You're watching the pan- Feel Nomina. Uh, um, <laughs> He's like,
0: I saw this like a porn hub the other day. Chicks in boarding schools. I'm just waiting. John <laughs> interrupted me. Okay.
2: me. Um, we So I Can I finish? Can I finish? Yeah. So I, I saw this movie a couple years back during the pandemic uh, where it was. A, I cannot remember the name of it. But it was a chicken boarding school. She gets possessed. What, you don't remember what it was? No. And you never saw it. No, no, no. I don't remember <laughs> the name of it. I can give you the plot. I can give you the plot down to the last detail. But it was an Italian film, a- Robertson. and yeah,
0: <laughs> it was like there was like a, it was like the witch. It was like The Craft, but with like a lot of sex. There was, was like, like no, three there women, was no sex. <laughs> Anyways, it was about a chick. She dies. And then this girl comes to school and gets
2: possessed by her and then there's a murderer as well. It's kinda like a jallo slash horror supernatural. Night? No, I'll fucking figure out the name of it and get on next show or whatever. <laughs> April Fool's Oh, um, no prom night too. Will you stop? <laughs> Anyways, uh and it felt and it was like the same thing as phenomenal. I absolutely love that film. I absolutely love this film. Um I thought that the cool the fly scene was really cool with the wind in her hair and yeah. the lightning. My problem well, the lightning bug one?
1: The where she was bug, outside and like she looked like she almost looked like a ghost like she's all wearing all white and the wind's kicking up and she's yeah. just like flowing and it's like fuck Jennifer Connelly." I like that <laughs> no, no no she's hot she's old <laughs> enough now so I can say shit like this
2: <laughs> alright um, what, cancel what if it was reversed what if somebody said it about your kid I'll kill him <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like how did you get that footage she's not in any movies you <laughs> fucking monsters um, no so, um, my problem is the supernatural stuff and it wasn't flushed out enough it didn't make any sense it kind of seemed to just go with whatever was going on like oh we need to give her a superpower and it's like why because there's oh a that's the thing not that... the fucking helper monkey no i like that. we haven't even monkey. talked about that yet no but <laughs> because there's a scene in the film where she goes to the house that you see at the beginning of the yes. thing and she's looking around and i guess the realtor finds her and is like who are you you know but it it shows the crack in the floorboard and there's a hand covered in maggots Yo, oh, if she can communicate with fucking animals or insects, why didn't she know that the maggots were down there? Well, maybe head. that's what was drawing her to it, and then she got kicked out by fucking right, creepy, which is fine. Guy. That's that's a fine explanation, but I just needed to know how it worked and didn't work. Well, because that's why the detective
1: knew to go back to that house because that's when she told the detective. Now the disconnect here is that there's a f- a scene that they never filmed or they did film but they cut out that. Donald Pleasance's character, who is now working with Jennifer Connolly to be the bug detective, <laughs> um, told the detective of that plan. So he knew that when Jennifer Connolly would say, Hey, I have this information, go investigate it, he wasn't gonna say, Get out of here, you fucking loon. He was in on it. They just don't explain that. So that's another weird plot,
0: weird like device that they never flesh out. Well, when you read the mo- you read the like the breakdown of the movie, it immediately says a girl who can talk to insects. Right. And you almost don't even... There's some moments, but you don't really get that to full fruition because it never really comes to I think it's more of like
1: a feeling, not so much like, hey... Body's down here. It's yeah. just like, hey, come over here. There's something you need to see. Kind of feel. I
0: just well,
2: when she, I mean, that scene is after like all yeah. the fly scene and stuff. So to me, it's like, okay, she can literally talk to these people. You know, she's talking to the bee or whatever in the fucking car. So I'm just assuming that she can. She can sense the maggots or whatever. Right. And I that that was the only real issue I had with the film is that th- that wasn't flushed out <laughs> enough. If you can even call that an issue, I I didn't. I thought everything else was... And then the only other thing I didn't understand was why did the first girl have to die? She was there. Okay. She was just... She was where she wasn't supposed to be. I, okay.
1: That's Honestly, why. I think that's the only reason why.
0: I think that just that whole first opening sequence, I think, was just made to create, like, this isolation... Because felt very she was on standing on the road by herself. She's looking around. There's nobody around. Right. It's trees. All you can hear is the leaves, of the trees. The bus has left her mm-hmm. in this spot. I think, I mean, I, yeah, it just seems like it's out of whack because it never really gets pulled back into the movie later on, but it's, it's just, I think it's just meant to create the, the baseline of this killer. I guess. Well,
1: yeah. And then, you know, f- you know, to, to pull back this curtain on this movie is that the killer is not just one person. It's, the deformed son of a woman and right. then when it's not him it's the woman herself protecting him from getting caught so at the beginning of the movie when the, the girl is, the is there she's in a house the mom obviously is off picking up Jennifer Connelly spoiler alert <laughs> um so he escapes from his chains in this rental house that's when the first girl gets killed. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. then that's why that house is left vacant because they have to move because crazy fucking Chud down in the basement. <laughs> fucking, uh, ha- they
2: had to move. I have to tell you one of my favorite scenes. It doesn't make sense. Is when she kicks the ball at the doll. At the doll and the mom's, and the mom's fucking, fucking like, out. No, and she's yeah, she's just like, what you want? This is a doll. You thought this was my son? What you're a fucking stupid. What a weird like, yes. attitude change,
1: right? Yeah. Like, I thought that too. It's like, <laughs> I was told to do anything you need. I'll get you here. And then the second they get you like, bitch, get in the room. And it was just so, like, char- the character of the lady getting her there shifted her attitude so incredibly quick. It wasn't like a buildup. It was the second you're in my house, sit down, shut up, stop messing with the fucking doll, don't go in the basement, don't touch the mirrors, take these pills. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she was such a bitch when in... All the way up until that point, you never get that sense that that's who she is. Yeah. So that was a little weird for me. It was quite um, the turn. I didn't like that they built this whole, she can commune with bugs, they're going to investigate these murders, and then after getting denied into the house that one time, that's the really last time you get the detective side of looking for these murders, and then you kind of just have to progress the plot real quick. And then you get to the big set piece, which is fucking wild. Um, it was wild, but- and, and, but they don't, I do. I wanted to see more of the, you know, the, I am investigating murders using bugs bit. Like right. I thought that would it's have been what really I thought cool. I was getting, and yeah. like
2: I said, that's what I would meant when the, the maggots were in the thing and it's like oh I found a hand like and I thought Donald Plansons would kill too fast I I, I loved the monkey butler I love that the <laughs> monkey butler because it's, it's my butler yeah <laughs> it's <how I> felt. <laughs> um, the use the straight razor which is a lot which is a weapon of choice in a bunch of oh, yeah for sure and I guess it's heavily debated online whether this is a jail or not and the conclusion is it is and especially because of the straight
0: razor and the monkey butler stuff but well so the monkey, I mean, this is his jumping off point because now I mean he went on to star in his own sitcom. And of course we know what happened with that is like he I killed mean, the, he whole the whole kills the whole fucking family. And then nope that happens. So that and you know, I mean so I mean this, this was got a, a good too, jumping so. off career for him. <laughs> but uh I, I like that. I wish
2: I, I does Donald Pleasant die in every movie he's in? Like I, I, I don't know.
1: Like I almost thought like this isn't gonna happen, he's gonna be helping out, he's gonna help solve the murder, and he's like, No, he gets stabbed in the gut. Yeah, why the longest knife ever? <laughs> and then the monkey chases the killer. I just love it. And you can see the first person shoot, you know, first person view of the killer driving. Yeah. And then the monkeys hold onto the car. I thought the the killer was gonna like jerk the car, and the monkey was gonna go flying off, and eh, it was okay. And then the monkey's like on, on a vision quest to fucking find the killer. I love that. And then finds a straight razor in a random trash can, and I then disappears that. until the last
2: scene. It wasn't random. That straight razor was somebody's. From it where? all connected. Like,
1: I, where did it come from? Because it sounded like that dude that that monkey was in a park. You don't think just they have straight to...
0: razors at this freaking wherever the random Switzerland the, park? Yeah, I mean, whatever fucking institution they have this monkey in. I don't know. Like, it was just because I
1: thought it was just in a random park. Like, it wasn't like at the house. He didn't like pick it up off the table. It was like I must get my revenge. It was like he. Well, remember he around. asked him
0: where he got it, and the monkey was like, "I got it. Like I took it."
1: Oh, I I know it happened at the beginning, but. Maybe there's just people keep throwing straight razors away. I don't, away? Know. I don't yeah. know.
0: It was just weird. Like everything. <laughs> like for me, like a lot of that buildup was in Italian. The, the best. It was in Italian. <laughs> the The best part of this movie is probably the last 15 minutes. It's wild. The man. last 15 minutes is fucking bonkers. You get you get and, Jennifer
1: Connelly getting thrown into a pit of water and goopy fucking corpses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, Jennifer Connelly had her finger
2: bitten off by, by the, the monkey. monkey because because I Dario know Argento.
1: That so Dario Argento, the scene was basically he wanted to film a certain way and the monkey kept turning and wanted to film it from the back. So he's like, okay, look, I need you when this is about to happen. I need you to hold the monkey still. So she does it. It agitated the monkey and he bit the tip of her Oof. finger off. She had to go get it reattached. And, and then they just kept filming the fucking movie
2: shot in English and dubbed into Italian. Oh, okay. So, Oh, that's crazy. Gotcha. Okay.
1: That was reverse for
2: some.
0: I guess that makes sense. With well, I can tell that like, showing in English as but. they're as they're talking, you can tell they're talking in English, but there's most of like them, I yeah. said, I was getting some of that Italian, and it was like I was like, whoa, where'd this come from? I'm I not said.
1: gonna lie, they built the headmistress up to be the killer, like uh, yeah. for the whole part. This bitch, I thought she was the one doing it. And then all of a sudden her plot line stops and it then it chunk. becomes something completely
2: different. <laughs> the Train chimpanzee returned to the woods at one point during the shooting. After a few hours of searching, she was found and returned to the set. Maybe <laughs> she wanted maybe, a trailer. Maybe, maybe no maybe wonder. In he, another no one.
0: wonder he hacked off his whole fucking right, right? cast of, of actors. But
1: yeah, I mean I was not I didn't know what to expect from this movie. I knew the premise of the movie. I knew little bits and pieces of the the mythos around this movie but watching it was a complete fucking joy for me and it leads up to like I said Jennifer Connelly falling into a vat of fucking dead bodies turns out again it's the woman's son was doing all the killings he's in a room face against the wall and she's like I'll let you out she turns it around and I s- You're right. It was fucking sloth from the goonies. Yep. Like that dude was a weird fucking face and attacks Jennifer Connolly and then she goes and does all this shit. Sloth from the goonies. Oh, nice. Back behind you. So easily distracted. I I like the squirrel. I know. Fuck you. Um, Early on, I got some Firestarter vibes when she's getting made fun of by all the other girls and then all of a sudden, like, she's kind of standing there, hair's all flowing, all the bugs are starting to come over the moon and, like, Oh, she's got her psychic powers, and then she goes, "I
0: like all of you," and then passes out. I'm the, like, oh. the bugs or just the black smudges?
1: Oh, it was the black smudges. I heard yeah. they like they it looked they, like a rotoscope. They did. They uh what they did was, I guess they got like a tank of water and then put something in there, filmed it, and then just superimposed it over something else. So yeah, it's kind of very what it rotoscoped, like. all done after the fact. But this is 1982. I mean, yeah, I
0: They didn't, didn't mind. It was just kind of like considering I was like, it's still pretty good. It's like, oh, that's supposed to be bugs? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: But yeah, it's uh the ending was wild. Like the 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 crazy son chases Jennifer Connelly. She gets into a boat. It becomes Friday the 13th
0: where he's coming out of the water. Um, <laughs> and she has she no bugs sense on him. of urgency whatsoever no, when she's, she's in that chilling. water. I'd be got uh, the moon bugs. I'd be freaking out, dude. I'd be like, "What the fuck's going on here?" <sighs> she's just like, oh, I guess I should get out of the yeah.
1: water." <laughs> so she gets uh six bugs all over sloth from the Goonies. He dies. There's fire everywhere. She gets out. All of a sudden, the manager of her dad shows up with a gun. How did he know where to go? Throws me off. I thought he would have gone to the school. Apparently, he
0: went right there to help her out. Maybe he did
2: go to school, and they were like, they're in the water. (laughs)
0: Fuck if I know. She's over fighting Chunk in the lake. It's just weird that he shows up. (laughs) Hey, man, that's
1: a 26-year-old dwarf that that was dressed up for the role. I know. So then he's like, oh, I found you, and he's going up to get her, and then all of a sudden, his head comes flying off. It's the mom. She's back. She survived whatever ordeal Jason she was doing. Jason Voorhees's mom. She was holding some fucking it's
0: like an aluminum siding.
1: aluminum siding. She's <laughs> trying to kill Jennifer Connelly, and then the real hero of the story comes in. The chimpanzee. The chimpanzee found the killer. Just fucks. Slices her this her bitch up with a straight <laughs> razor. And then him and Jennifer Connelly embrace. embrace. Roll credits. <laughs> I had to best. stand up and punch the air. It was the best fucking ending to a movie I've seen in a long time.
2: Yeah, like I said, I uh, this definitely makes me want to check out more Argento. I, oh sure, I loved it. I can't. I, I really want to watch Deep Red now. So okay. like really bad. Not for the show. I mean, I'll we'll do Argento April. Ooh, but then we have to wait till April, August. Maybe. It's a good Not, thing. That's so <laughs> That's fa- that's further along. Maybe there's Argento November. <laughs> 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 but uh, honestly, I. Dario December. I really liked it. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> No, because we gotta pick stupid holiday films to watch. We we just do
0: fucking Dario December. I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm, I'm hoping
1: you find something like Santa versus the Devil again. No, I really want something
0: stupid. There is a lot of shit that I've. I thought about about it. I'm like, I really
1: kind of like that. I'm gonna pick
2: Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) what did you
0: uh, what did you give it, Scott? I want to know why what you didn't like about it and all that stuff. Again, like I said, I, I just a lot of the first part of the movie had me just kind of off. Maybe it was the the language thing with like the the dubs and stuff. Yeah. It kind of it kind of threw me off. But uh, I mean, that's such a small my like small minute part of it. I just felt like the first the first whole part of this movie was just kind of boring to me, man. Fuck you. The last fifteen minutes made up for everything. <laughs> the last fifteen minutes of I'll this movie you. is fucking bonkers. The yeah, last fifteen bonkers, movie, sure. the la- the last the last fifteen tools. minutes I give probably like a three and a half. The rest of the movie is probably like a two. So, I'm probably right down in the middle between about a two and a half to three on it. The ending is worth sitting through the slog fest that's the beginning of it's this not fucking a movie. Fest. I disagree with him. I everything. just wish that I could, like, when you guys are so high on something and I'm just like, fuck, man, I'm like, I just didn't get that. Like, I wish there was, like, something I could look into that would explain where that gap is. I don't know either. You know what I mean? I was drawn in right away. I thought Jennifer Connelly was incredibly entertaining like
2: interesting when she's sitting there petting a bee on her i thought the the whole thing where she's like this rich chick and like she's not just not having a good time at school i thought that was all interesting then she summons a swarm of flies and i'm like this is incredibly interesting donald pleasant's explaining why like he uses bugs and cry like how you kind of wanted more. which is like, like a real it was thing just a, it was just a and then it was you've got the running or, monkey running around with the butt going on and then you know <laughs> she finds donald Pleasance and is like and, you know, they, they started, like, a friendship and, um, and stuff. And it's just, it's very entertaining. You're watching these weird, like, almost psychedelic
0: sleepwalking scenes where you're seeing people get murdered. And I just think all of that is incredibly I think when you break it down, you explain it in, like, five seconds. It makes more sense. It works on paper when you Correct. hear it that way. To sit and watch this movie, for somebody like me who's like, like again, I'm not looking to- I'm average, man. No, no, no. Like, I, I guess when it comes to like horror films, I'm looking for look for the meat and potatoes, man, That's when it comes fine. to horror. I mean- This is kind of a psychological thing
2: where it's like- Horror fits into a huge box,
0: man. I, I know and that. I, and, and I don't
2: think this- I wouldn't even- if somebody was
0: like, oh, is this a horror film? I'd say, well, yeah, but not real. This but, is his version I mean? of horror. But I kind of put this almost in the same realm of like Dark City where it was, like... Psychological. Yeah, very, very strange psychological. And sometimes it just doesn't... I mean, it's not going to hit everybody the it's same way. It's a horror supernatural film,
1: well, but the thing I think right. It's not the most widely regarded movie of his. Like, it's you his know, favorite. Sus- it's his favorite. It is my favorite. So far. Uh, so far, yeah. Because I've seen Suspiria. Um, you know, there are things that he's never done that he decided he wanted to do in this. Everyone
2: jerks off Suspiria so hard. It's good. And I it just... is very good, but it is not the jerk-off fest that everyone claims it is. No. It And to be honest, I, I, I couldn't tell you right offhand, but I think it's been done better. The remake? I get it. Negative. No, I'm kidding. The but I do own the remake, a lot, of people, not, a lot of people like it. I didn't have any problems with it. I just... Why, I think when you try to Americanize it something like yeah. that,
1: it, it's very hard to do. Yeah. You, it's... It, you have to do
2: something similar, but you can't emulate. But like I was it's just told, not working. So there, he has another movie named Trauma, and I picked it up last year during the Black Friday Vinegar Syndrome sale, mm-hmm. and I've heard that it's not his best film, but the in, the killer's explanation at the end is so good that it's like the best serial killer. So I want to watch it so bad. And and like I said, I want to keep getting into this like Argento and Fulci and stuff like that because I think that Fulci's this, great. this, I love this his is zombie all movies. fucking entertaining. It's all really good and i just i to and to be honest i gave it four i gave it four out of five i i think that any time you can take a movie that old and make me excited about it and like watch it to the point where i'm just like so engrossed and i i put so much stock into it that i mean that's just incredible to me i mean it definitely goes on the list as being one of my favorite movies of all time like if somebody came up to me and was like what's your favorite agenda i'd be like phenomena creepers is what it was called right um can't recommend this enough if you listen to our show just for the snack show or whatever and you're like ah you know whatever i'll I'll listen in between out of all the movies we've done i would recommend this one the most i would say if you have the time sit your butt down and give this a shot because you're not going to be disappointed no matter what scott says uh, and, and I get that Scott is the normal average guy. I think if you go in with like an open mind, you're not tired, and you really want to watch something entertaining. It's not Italian. This, <laughs> this is a movie for you. you no, can, no, learn Italian and then watch the original. It's cut. It's easily accessible on Shutter. You don't have to worry about whatever Scott. Is. I think a lot of his movies are like they yeah. did a whole like just. Alone uh, in the Dark was on Shutter. Was it? It was. Oh. Um. But uh, yeah, I uh. I just, I can't recommend it enough. Four out of five for me, please. And I'm not getting paid by you people
1: fucking subscribe to Shudder. Like yeah, That, that is one of my favorite there's, streaming services. Like I said, there's Honestly, a movie on there
2: right now I want to watch, so. Which one was that one again? Death Stream? Death Stream. Okay, I remember, because, I remember seeing something on that. I'm going to pull back the curtain. I listen to a lot of fucking other movie podcasts that I, <laughs> that I pull a lot from, <laughs> and it's, it has nothing to do with Tarantino. Fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> I listen to Colors of the Dark, and apparently. Wait, you guys want to watch Peron? Yeah.
1: What was on this week's show for T- Tarantino? eyes Laura Mars dressed to kill which I've already
2: seen dressed <laughs> to kill but I bought eyes of Laura Mars but um this was on colors of the dark or they the death stream kids so I guess Rebecca Kendry and Albert Kane are film professors like they yes. actually teach at a college and I think uh, UCLA or USC yeah or U- like I think it's UCLA um and they I guess death stream was done by one of her students and it's supposed to be really good it's like uh Found footage like a guy gets canceled and he goes to a house because it says it's haunted and crazy shit happens. I really want to see that. So, and that's on Shudder, and it's a lot of original stuff on Shudder. So, I, I highly recommend Shudder, especially if you're into horror films. It's right. like four bucks a month, dude. For one cup of coffee a day. What did you give us? Your movie. For
1: me, I give it a four and a half. Like, it's one of my new favorite movies. Like you said, I loved everything about it. My, my little quibbles about. You know, maybe not utilizing the whole bug thing um, is very minor. And I also think the use of Iron Maiden Motorhead in certain parts felt really weird. But for the most part, the moment I started it to the moment it ended, I was happy. I was enjoying myself. I I didn't look at my phone. I wasn't looking things up. I wasn't messing around with anything. I was watching the thing. And that rarely happens in my... Mountain, you know, uh, monster energy drink fueled, addled, ADHD brain. <laughs> I'm always doing something else while I'm When I'm a watching a,
2: a movie, if I grab for my phone, it's not to distract. It's like, oh, I saw something in the movie. Right now, I, I want to look too, it up.
1: But in this, I, I just
2: wanted to watch it. Yeah, same. I'm the same way. And it, it's Usually rare that with I do that. Our now. movies, I'll turn off my phone and put them away. Most of the time. Not always. This motherfucker's texting us all the time. But Oh,
0: I said, oh my most god, of the so 10 out of 2. Most of the giving time. away the ending No terrifier too. I was I was afraid he it. was talking well, about it and I'm like
1: oh my god Scott's you, watching it as only, we're talking the reason
2: about I don't it. but the reason I do that you is you never check it <laughs> you never check
0: it your little bubble doesn't move down so I'm like okay he's still up there he is not looking. when you guys when you guys text, I can pull it down and I uh-huh. can see the whole conversation of what you guys do oh, without clicking oh, without clicking bad. into bad,
2: it. So I ruined it for you? No. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> What's the ruin? All it's right. Dead.
0: So <laughs> when you started talking, I was just like, okay, stop, stop looking. He's at he's the... gonna keep talking about it. He's like twenty minutes I ahead do of me. I do
2: like I, I did like I, I mean I'm not gonna lie, I did enjoy talking to him about it more than I actually liked the film. So <laughs> it's <laughs> fun
1: well and that's why I like I like doing some of this stuff where it's like yeah. even if like a b- movie's bad, the the side conversations that we'll have, or you know, a lot of the times when we pick these movies. We try to not talk too much about it. When I know something is really good to Aaron is when he's gonna forego that little unspoken rule that we do And he's track. like, We need to fucking talk about it. Five out of five. I love this movie. I can't wait to talk about it. This is just happening. This is going on. And it's like and we'll still have a lot to talk about yeah. because it's such an exciting feeling to to either get something really, really bad or get something really, really good. Exactly. And that's kind of how it works and it's S- when we don't talk speaking about of it of i was thing. just going to say speaking of really really bad movies so, what are your movies yeah, think, scott
0: so i i kind of wanted like i went out on the fucking limb on these because reading what these movies are about and kind of what you know what is going on as far as like like theme wise in them right. these are either going to be great watches or huge dumpster fires so the first one i have is a 1989 horror slasher it's directed by Scott Spiegel, who actually plays a part in the movie. It does star Sam Raimi and has a... Doubtful. And has a cameo by Bruce Campbell. I'm sure it's a Chris
2: Jericho situation.
0: It's 1989's Intruder.
3: Good evening, all Lake shoppers.
0: It's closing time. The store will
3: be closing in 15 minutes. But the night crew still has work to do.
4: Oh, my God, we're going to get in so
1: much trouble.
3: Because there's one last customer who isn't satisfied.
1: No.
0: This creep keeps calling her. He's driving us nuts. Leave me alone.
3: He wants to slash their prices.
0: Uh, who's there?
3: He wants to cut their inventory. Uh, uh, you're crazy. In fact, he wants to chop. Until they all drop. I saw him kill Linda. Uh and now he's turning their retail store there's gonna be one more killing here tonight into a wholesale slaughterhouse <laughs> <laughs> Is crazy about this store intruder the, the synopsis of this
0: movie is probably the best it's the overnight stock crew of a local supermarket finds themselves being stalked and slashed by a mysterious maniac and scott's like great. i used to work <laughs> out at a grocery store so it's like me i mean you're locked inside of a store with a killer so i mean sounds great. again
2: guess what you break that giant window up front you walk right out <laughs> <laughs> Tell them throw, I'm wrong. Throw a card out there. Yeah. Can
1: of, can of Progresso. <laughs> Thing's thick.
0: Just throw it out.
2: And what's your second
1: version? <laughs> the second
0: dumpster fire we're probably going to try to check out here is from 1985, a horror teen movie is how it's classified. Now, this one has all the makings of being a fantastic dumpster fire because it stars Gary Busey, Stephen King, and Corey Haim. Stephen King wrote it? Stephen oh, he wrote it. He didn't, I don't King think he's in it. He's in it might cast. Is he really? I think he's a a cameo in it. I I don't remember. It was directed by Dan Atlas. Sounds like a (laughs) weightlifter. Silver Bullet.
3: It began in May. And every month after that, whenever the moon was full... It happened again. And again. What was that? So that me. Nobody knew who or what was responsible. Come on. They only knew it had to be stopped. Now from the master of mystery and suspense. Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet, the last glimmering hope.
0: So, we have a werewolf movie with Gary Busey. I mean.
1: Oh, watch out. Gary Busey's <laughs> coming.
2: Stephen King is listed in the cast, but he's not listed as anyone. So, unless he's playing himself, I honestly just. Well, think he plays the Werewolf, and think, I'm Gary Busey. I think he just has a writing credit. Or it was or written no. by Stephen King. Yeah. Yes. That's but what he's
0: I I, he's probably in. I think he's in the movie.
2: I believe it's Corey Haim
0: is in it, and he's in a I think wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair, yes. Yes. yes.
2: yes. Hey, the dude from uh, Lost is in this. But I'm not. So, I saw. Terry Steven, O'Quinn? Terry O'Quinn. I saw, yeah. Yes. Um, I. So I saw what you saw about the Stephen King uh, on Google, but if you go into the IMDb, it does not show him. So I'm I'm guessing it's just a written by hmm. thing. Could be. I don't so know. don't get all excited. That's it just says
0: it, I just scroll down. It says cast, and he's yeah. listed in the cast, which is like I said, could have a cameo. He, he
1: happen He does that where he'll sometimes show just up in some it. of these things. Like he's done that before. Um, I don't remember him being a part of this movie. I'm not gonna lie to everybody. I have seen this, but it has been decades so you haven't seen it
2: it's well it's 20, so 20, 20 30, 30 years since seen it. i've so seen this so like the same
0: thing with me with intruder i have seen intruder but it was probably 20 years ago right. you know but what's funny this about
2: this is the two movies that we've picked that you guys have seen so like what was it dark city yeah, you had seen, but none of us had seen. Mm-hmm. And you pick intruder where you have seen. And the rule is supposed. To, I mean, I don't care; it's fine. We make this our show. We make up it as we go. The rule is supposed to be like the other two haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. It's all good. I just think it's funny. Right. I, so I, he's I following the that, rule, is what you are saying. Well, no, I no, no, think, no. The
0: rule is being followed, okay. but it's being picked by the person yeah. who's seen it. Well, I think so this this one's so far, it's funny. so far out that I don't really remember any of it. Yeah, the story behind this is is that way back in the day, I worked with a guy in a grocery store who was a big horror guy. What? You worked at grocery he store? He went on eBay, and he bought this film. What a fool. Hmm. And it was a dubbed VHS copy because you, at that time, you couldn't find it anywhere. And he was like, this is one of my favorite horror movies. And he bought it, and he gave it to me, and he was like, you need to go home and watch this. And I remember putting it in the VCR and watching this movie, and I'm, I remember parts about it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember the whole thing. That's and I want to kind of come back... And watch it again now that I've you know, kind of progressed in life. I, I guess you could say I'm the
1: same way. Like I said, I uh, I have seen Silver Bullet. It was in either the early '90s or late '80s, and you got to think I was ten. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't not going to remember all of this. I've, i like I've it'll feel it might feel familiar. Like as we're going, I, I remember Orderals Gary Busey now. being in it. I remember. Um, old wheelchair bound Corey Haim in it. Like I remember
2: bits and pieces. I
0: remember the design of the werewolf. I figure it's a good probably a good couple of movies that I think would. I mean, I some like Lost Boys.
2: This just sounds like Lost Boys with werewolves. I'm so. fine with that. I like a werewolf movie. All right. So if um, you're listening to this, then uh, in a couple days, not sure when, could, it's just going to pop up on your feet. We part two have a part two of this to make up for missing last week. Um, and we really appreciate it if you guys listen. If you don't listen, we totally get it. But um, we appreciate it if you listen. So here's the deal. And as I've said, I would like social media guy, also known as Jordan, to post this on the social medias when this goes up tomorrow. You have a chance to win the Halloween three pack collection, and it includes all the crappy Halloweens. But it's, what, this is a hundred dollar set that's and that's Legit, going yeah. on. You know, that's it's a hundred dollars. Like this is worth a hundred bucks. Sell it to somebody. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um the rules are you can't be like one of our best friends. It's no like Aaron can't win this, Jim can't win this, Beth can't win this. This has to be a new listener we've never heard of. Um It's really simple. All you gotta do is go to our Instagram, like the page, share the post, and we will pick a winner during Scott's show. That is literally all you have to do. I'll watch it later, podcast, Instagram. Whatever post that social media guy Jordan post puts up about the Halloween, share it, like it, and tag a friend. That's all I ask you to do. And we will pick a winner in the next show. You just can't already be a listener. You know what? And can I add one more thing? Yes, to that? you can.
1: Post a comment on that post of your favorite Halloween movie. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be Halloween the franchise. Right. What's your favorite scary movie? What's and then I'm going to come in and kill you because
2: it's the screen. Um, <laughs> but yeah. We're trying uh, to just, make this so easy on you guys that we
0: are just throwing rules at you. Left $115 right. <laughs> value
2: you get Halloween Resurrection, Halloween H20, and Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers. And honestly, starring a young supple Paul Rudd. Yeah, and I get First it. Movie. They're not the greatest ones, but, honestly, but no matter where you go, $115 value. Sell it. It's like me sending you $115 just to listen to our show. Um,
1: I actually bought this and I didn't know he got a second copy. I'm actually kind of mad that you fuckers are getting this because <laughs> I spent my money to buy this. I would have made you pay me. I would have not paid full price.
2: Um <laughs> uh, <I'm just> <laughs> uh, and this is the, the set I'm sending you is the set that I had to pay the extra he, shipping he, on. He, so it cost him <laughs> extra it actually money. It cost me an extra ten bucks. Damn it um but yeah uh go ahead and do that so if you're listening to this and this will be on next week's show so you're gonna get the special bonus episode you're gonna hear that we have a giveaway i'm not gonna explain it because i forgot but this will be on scott's (laughs) show next sunday intruder silver bullet show um and then we'll move on to the snack show and we got a we got at least two things yeah we have at least two things for the snack show um, so we will see you guys next week for Scott's show, well, show. But we will, but you will have that bonus episode sometime during the week. It could happen to pop up next Saturday before the next show. I don't know when Scott's going to put up. He'll do it when he gets to it. Um,
0: okay, you're at my beck and call now. <laughs> I'm Aaron. <laughs> you're my world grandma.
2: I'm Jordan. And Scott. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later.